Well, good afternoon. Coming up on one o'clock. So glad you've tuned in. We have special guests here this afternoon from the St. Petersburg Opera Company, Maestro Mark Sforzini and Singers. Uh, they start their 11th season on October 14th, that Friday, with Verdi's Il Trovatore. Welcome, Maestro Mark Sforzini. Hi, Bethany. It's great to be here. Thank you so much. Will you go ahead and introduce us to the singers you brought this afternoon? Absolutely. Well, today I brought two of our um, fabulous singers from our principal cast. Claudia Chapa is playing the role of Atucena, and uh, Michael Moro is playing the role of Manrico in this opera. And although uh, Manrico is not technically her son, um, she has raised him as if he were her son. Yeah, this is kind of a, a difficult story, just to put it out there. I mean, that's there's one no of, way to say it. Yeah, that's, right? that's one of the criticisms of Il Trovatore is that the plot is rather preposterous. And so we're about to explore the, that element in the aria we hear Atsuchena sing. Right, this aria, just coming up in just a moment. But I understand it's about a gypsy. I think I got this from your website, I'm just going to admit. A gypsy obsessed with avenging her mother who was burned alive for being a sorceress. Also, two men in love with the same woman. And then you have a bit of anvil chorus mixed in, all for good measure. That is all in there. There you go. Yes. There you yes. go. And uh, just before the aria we're about to hear, Atsuchena has already sung one famous aria, Stride La Vampa, where she tells the whole gypsy camp the story of her mother's own tortured death at the stake. And basically what happened, Atsuchena's mother, um, she was sort of a gypsy witch, and she had gone into the nursery of the older Count de Luna and supposedly was reading the child's horoscope, but touched him, and then he became very, very sick. Mm. And so this is why he's having her burned at the stake. And so um, now, to avenge her mother's death, she sings to Manrico the story, um, more of the story than she's told the other gypsies in the first aria. She goes on to tell um, Manrico about her mother's horrible cries for vengeance and how, in her crazed state, she uh, stole the Count's child, the sick child, mm -hmm. to burn him in the fire. But in, a, um, in the moment of it all, with all the weapons and the men and the shouts and the cries, she pushed her own son, oh. Il Mio Filio, she sings, Il Mio Filio, she pushed her own son into the fire. So that's, you know, a little bit of a suspension of disbelief, but that's the story. And then, but then takes this other one to raise as her own? Is that correct? That's yeah, well, yes, and that's, so she's taken, well, that's the twist, is that... Oh, did I just uh, give that up? It's all right. It's, there's no spoilers here. <laughs> so that, so Manrico is actually the older Count de Luna's son, which uh -huh. makes him the brother of the younger Count de Luna, but they don't know that through the entire opera until the very final scene um, when several people die. Well, let's just say it's Verdi, so it's gorgeous it's, music. It's gorgeous music, and it's, it's an amazing story filled with lots of energy and sword fights and things All like right. that. And a full cast and a full orchestra as well. And again, that starts October 14th. You can go ahead and get your tickets at stpedopera.org. In the meantime, here's that aria you were talking about with mezzo-soprano Claudia Chapa. I guess the translation is they dragged her in bonds. Condotta Alera in Cepi. I'm glad um, you she said was it. led in irons. Yes, she was dragged in her bonds. And here's No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was just gonna say to the fire where, you know, she she died. All right. Well here we have Mezzo Soprano Claudia Chapa, also tenor Michael Morrow with pianist David Steck performing here on Classical WSMR.
sounded like a cat right there at the end that was amazing that was beautiful we heard mezzo soprano claudia chapa performing live here on classical wsmr probably should have said that later after the interview <laughs> that was beautiful with tenor michael morrow in the role of manrico and the role of the orchestra pianist david steck and of course maestro mark sforzini conducting that gorgeous 
aria from Verdi's Il Trovatore here on Classical WSMR. That is coming up October 14th, that Friday, Sunday the 16th, Tuesday the 18th at the Palladium Theatre in St. Petersburg. And you'll find all the tickets and details at stpedopera.org. Mark, let's talk a little bit about Verdi making this a mezzo-soprano role for this opera. Do you mind telling us a little bit about that? Um, well, Verdi... I, I like to say that in some ways, Verdi was to opera like Beethoven was to the symphony. Um, Beethoven took the symphonic forms, simpler symphonic forms, and he pushed them to new places mm -hmm. and did new things with them. And I feel like that's what Verdi did as he moved through his earlier period to his middle period to his late period. And uh, this Il Trovatore is from his middle period. Uh, in his early operas, he tended to favor sopranos and maybe a contralto. So this is exciting to have um, this mezzo role. But um, there's a saying about Il Trovatore. They say it takes the four greatest singers in the world to pull the opera off. Excellent. Uh, and, and of course, I think we have them. Certainly. Tell us about now the singers. I would love to say you're all local and this is the kind of talent we have here. I know we have great local talent, but you're actually getting your artists from all over the world. We do. Um, we hold uh, auditions annually in New York City. And um, I hear about 350 singers a year in the audition cycle. Wow. So um, these singers were chosen from that process, and um, they live all over the country. They travel around the world to perform with various opera houses. I know Claudia just did this role in St. Louis with the Winter Opera Theater St. Louis, and Michael just did this role in um, New York with the New Rochelle Opera, and... Um, Michael has been with us before. He was our Don Jose and our um, Carmen um, last fall, which was a, a great hit. And it's great to have him back to work with us. And this is Claudia's debut with us. So, but it's your, for the singers, it's your first time working together, right, on this production? Yes. And how is it? How is it coming together with a new cast each it's time? It's been great. I couldn't ask for a better son. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. Um, like I was, um, talking about earlier is that the really great thing about this specific performance is that Maestro has hired, assembled, you know, cultivated the singers and we're going to be put in a room and it's going to be a very um, special performance because we, this specific kind of energy and chemistry isn't going to be replicated anywhere else. Sure. And it'll be different every, every, every night, performance. Every time. And again, that's October 14th. It's also Sunday the 16th and Tuesday, October 18th at the Palladium. Now tell us about your orchestra. Who do you pull together? Um, our orchestra is made up of professionals. Um, a good percentage of it of the players come from the Florida Orchestra. Uh, we also have a number of players who join us from the Sarasota Orchestra and a lot of freelance professionals in the area. And it's really a wonderful orchestra. They're a pleasure to conduct. Sure. And I also want to add that the professional chorus is, they're sounding terrific. I mean, and, and they're looking great too. Not only are they um, <laughs> singing the heck out of the music, but they're um, dueling with uh, actual swords and weaponry that's very exciting. Oh, that would be. Who do you and have choreographing that? We have a fight choreographed, uh, fight director for that. His name's Dan Granke, mm -hmm. and he's in residence at the University of South Florida. All right. But he's a wonderful fight director. He's worked with us on some of our other shows too, um, like Carmen mm -hmm. and uh, La Boheme. And I also should mention too, we have have uh, surtitles above the stage with the English translations um, as the singers sing each phrase. Um, 
so that people know uh, what's they can going on. Follow exactly <laughs> what's going on if they're not versed in Italian. Italian right, as yeah. I'm not. So that's wonderful to know that. It's also great to know about the orchestra coming together. That does that explain why it's a Friday, Sunday, Tuesday kind of performance too? Does that works out <clears throat> best? I do my best to collaborate with the other mm-hmm. area organizations to avoid conflicts with their schedule so sure. that um, a lot of these full-time players from the Florida Orchestra and other ensembles are available sure. to do the work. So also it's nice to give the voice a, a day off, you know, with some of these really big roles. Um, it's nice to stagger it so that they're not singing one consecutive day after the other. Oh my goodness, I bet your singers appreciate that. <laughs> But they do. So 11th season. Did you think when you started St. Pete Opera, you would, you know, 11th season would come so quickly that you would be enjoying this for as long? In some ways, it's gotten here very quickly. And in some ways, it's been a very, very long journey. Sure. Um, Of course, finishing 10 years. I've been asked a lot of questions that have caused me to reflect on on the past. And I can, when I really sit down and think about it, I can think about a lot of struggles we had to get through in our early seasons, in like seasons three through five and so forth, especially as the company was growing um, during an economically difficult time. But um, I'm very excited about our second decade. Um, I'm thrilled with the level of vocal talent that's coming to sing with the St. Pete Opera Company. And I'm thrilled with the work of the chorus and the orchestra and and our musical staff. And we have a great um, design team. Our costumes this season are all coming out of um, a company called Wardrobe Witchery, which designs fabulous costumes um, out of Pensacola. Um, so I'm really, really thrilled about where we're going. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. And again, it starts on October 14th with Verdi's Il Trovatore. We're getting highlights this afternoon here on Classical WSMR. If you just tuned in, it's Maestro Mark Sforzini with soprano, mezzo-soprano Claudia Chapa and tenor Michael Morrow performing. And they're going to perform next a, a duet. Do you want to talk about this duet? Yes, this duet immediately follows the selection we just heard. And so what has happened is uh, Atsuchena almost seemed to confess this il mio filio, that it was her own son, maybe without meaning to. But the question Manrico, of course, has then, well, if you burned your own son, then who am I? Hmm. And uh, Atsuchena very quickly tries to brush the whole thing off and Uh-oh. cover it. And, you know, she protests that she is his mother, that she raised him and that she was the one who, between Acts 1 and Act 2, she went out to the battlefield and found him near death and brought him back to camp and nursed him back to health. And, um, of course, her whole motivation through the whole opera is her wanting to avenge her mother when she, we hear her sing, Mi Vendica, you know, Avenge Me was what her mother cried. And so this, her whole storyline is about getting this revenge. And so in this duet, as it develops... She goes on to ask uh, Manrico, why did you not kill Count de Luna when you had the chance? And Manrico answers that there was an invisible force. Hmm. This is so Italian, I think. Mm -hmm. This invisible force that kept him from doing it, that held back his hand. And Atucena makes him promise um, that he will never pass up that opportunity again uh, to kill the younger Count de Luna, who's actually his brother, Uh if he has the chance. And then uh, right after that... um, uh, a messenger comes in and warns Manrico that Leonora, his beloved, is about to take her vows to become a nun. 
because Leonora believes that Manrico was killed in, in this battle that has taken place between Act 1 and 2. And so now, despite his mother's protest, he has to um, run off and stop Leonora. Sure. And that's basically I the... can't have the, her doing that. That's <laughs> do, the uh, an opera. <laughs> arc of this duet we're about to hear. All right. Well, yeah. here we have mezzo-soprano Claudia Chapa in the role of Atsuchena, tenor Michael Moreau as Manrico, David Steck at piano, performing the music of Verdi here on Classical WSMR. Non son tuo figlio, e chi son io, chi dunque? Forse mio figlio, eppure dicesti, o forse che vuoi? Quando il pensiero s'affaccia il troce caso, lo spirito intenebrato pone stolte parole sul mio labbro. Renegarlo a me se vivi ancora nol dei notturna sui pugnati campi di pellilla ove spento fama ti disse a darti sepoltura non mossi la fuggente ora vita non i scovri nel seno non t'arresto materno affetto Yeah! 
Castellor, ne de tu per channel di prange vigilar le difese, o de tirato a fratria venir, giunta la sera, tratta in ingano di tuor mortel grido, nel vicin claustro della croce il veloce in gerale onora, o giusto cielo! Veloce, genil bossa, ed un cavallo a me proferì, Il damel casa, mola, la tretta, la coli, la chieti, e poi, per lo embascia, per il pelangelo, per il sole, addio, fermo, oddio, mi lascia, fermo, sono io che parlo in te, per il leone che ancora anguite, per calmin se voce Oh, <laughs> 
beautiful performance here on Classical WSMR. That was live. The roles of Azucena and Manrico, that duet from Verdi's Il Trovatore, performed by mezzo-soprano Claudia Tapa and tenor Michael Morrow with pianist David Steck on Classical WSMR. Mark Sforzini conducting right here in the studio. That was just stunning. You must be quite proud of your singers. I think they're wonderful. Yes. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't have picked them probably if I didn't think they were wonderful. That's true. That's true. We do have hold you to that standard, Mark Sportsini. <laughs> so this performance coming up, it's the first of the 11th season. It's Friday, October 14th and Sunday, October 16th, then Tuesday the 18th at the Palladium. And you can get tickets and details at stpeteopera.org. Now, I hear there's a rumor that... Saturday, October 8th at 5.30 at the Sundial. The rumor claims that something's going to happen at that time. The, well, there's 8th. a rumor of a possible Il Trovatore anvil chorus flash mob. Okay. That's all I know. Okay, so October 8th, 5.30 at Sundial. Yes. And also, um, tomorrow night and Friday morning, there's an opportunity. Okay, are those the evenings of the maestro, mornings of the maestro? That is that series, Evenings correct. and mornings with you? Yeah, it's a 90-minute 90, uh, 90 presentation, and I'm there with the cast, and the cast sings uh, various... Is that Studio 620, right? No, the um, Thursday night, Evenings with the Maestro is 6 p.m. at the Music Gallery on Olmerton Road. Okay, then. Yep, that's 6 o'clock, and then the Mornings with the Maestro is Friday, 11 a.m. at the Museum of Fine Arts. Okay, then. Right, and the presentation, um, I really explore uh, the opera. Um, we learn things about Verdi. We would learn about how he took these simpler forms and expanded upon them and made them into um, greater forms. Mm -hmm. And uh, the singers are there to help sing parts and demonstrate things, and uh, we really highlight and feature the, the singers. So it's not just a lecture, you know, it's really a, a performance mixed with uh, insights and a lot, of a lot of audience participation, yeah. too. Good. You know, a lot of times I'll teach the audience to sing a little part of the chorus from the show, and they actually get to perform um, a little bit with the cast. So these are Evenings with the Maestro and then Mornings with the Maestro. And both of those details are at stpeteopera.org. Yes. All right. Well, what else do you have lined up for the season? Well, we have our um, annual holiday show, um, which is in December. And that's this year a little bit different twist. In addition to some seasonal uh, holiday type stuff, we're also going to hit the four seasons. Oh, nice. Uh, winter, spring, summer, and fall. We're going to hit some music that uh, highlights uh, the season. So it's kind of an end-of-the-year uh, review of, of the season. And then what's to come, I guess, And then well. And then we have um, uh, Elixir of Love, Donizetti's comedy opera in late January. And then we will be doing the Tales of Hoffman. First time the company's done Offenbach's Tales of Hoffman, which is a really big show. Sure, a it's going to be fun. Huge cast and uh, lots of different settings and, and great music. And then we'll follow that. Uh, our season closer will be Stephen Sondheim's masterful uh, piece, Into the Woods. Oh, love that. Excellent. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thanks for the preview. I know tickets are available and details at stpeteopera.org. Don't forget, Il Trovatore is October 14th. It starts that Friday, 730 at the Palladium. Thank you so much for sharing all your time with us and your talent, the beautiful, beautiful singing and performance pianist David Steck. Thank you very much. You're thanks welcome. Again. Thank you for we having us. We appreciate it.